Shenara, Shenara. It's um, me, Fifan. It's me. I'm um, I'm talking to you from New York City. Uh, feels awesome to be here. I hope you're good. Uh, this is episode two. Uh, things are things in life are brilliant. Uh, it's very warm here. I mean, to be honest, it's too warm. I'm a little ginger person, and I've been thinking, you know what? I should wear some like cut-off jeans, or um, which I'm not a fan of. I'll be honest with you, I'm not a fan of the cut-off jeans. I just think denim. I'm like, very good. Wear the long jeans, you know. Uh, don't be cutting them off, you know. Especially men. Men seem to wear these jeans, these jean shorts that they cut off, and then the little romper just kind of it just it just falls down doesn't it it just it just sort of decides to kind of think oh i've got to get got to get to the feet so the little rumper just pops out it's like when it snows and then there's like a window and then the snow lands on uh the window you know the window bit and then it just creeps over a bit it just starts icing over and before you know it You've got a little rump of snow there. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very warm. Actually, Ed Sheeran is here on Saturday. He's going to play New York. And uh, that's going to be really interesting because he's ginger. I reckon he's going to fry up. I reckon he's going to burn because, uh, yeah, it's very warm here. Very, very warm. Um, and uh, I've done my gig. I've done my show. Um I've got some breaking news as well. Um, I, I I did the show, and then I went out for a drink, um, and I got asked for ID. Ha! <laughs> Very good. Me, me. Uh, yeah, they they asked me for ID, which was the coolest thing that's happened to me. I just couldn't believe the guy was asking me, and I said, "Are you sure?" And then um, he said, "Oh yeah, you just." You just make it and I was like yeah of course I do and I look like you know someone from the movie cocoon um, and that's the amazing thing when New York everything feels like you're in a movie you know there's like n- there seems to be no sense of shame here in, in 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 kind of admitting things or talking to things you know um, they, they're sort of heard so many brilliant conversations where people are just walking along you know and they're saying to you know they're on their phone or something and they're like yeah man I mean if he eats my food I'm gonna shoot his dog and I don't even know if they've got a dog but fee fun it's magical you know everything there's no there's no um there's no shame here. I, I don't know. I, I just think they say whatever's in their mind. There's no, there's nothing that stops them saying, you know, don't say that, Jim Bob. You know, that's not cool. Um, they they just go for it. So it's been amazing. I don't know if you heard the beep of the horn there. It's like in the movies. You just hear people like shouting. You, what what you do here is you hear like a rubbish bin uh, getting knocked over. It just hits, and then you hear a cat go. And then someone goes, I'm going to shoot you if you don't be stupid. If you don't be stupid, that doesn't make sense, Al. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's been amazing. I've been here since Monday. I arrived on Monday night from from Svaria. I flew 
the traditional way uh, of getting in a plane and flying, but I went to uh, Iceland. And I don't know if you've been to Iceland. I just flew over it. Obviously, I didn't flew. I didn't fly under it. You know, there wasn't like a volcano eruption where we had to take the plane underground. Um, yeah, we went. We went to Iceland, and uh, blew me away, man. It just looks like um, <laughs> it looks like Mordor in summer. It's um, it's incredible. It just looked beautiful. If there's any Icelandic people who are listening to this um, second episode of the podcast, um, I'm going to come and visit you um, because I just think it's a brilliant place. It just looked amazing. Uh, Icelandic people were very friendly, you know. And uh, so I did that. And then I went to JFK, landed in JFK, um, which is a good thing. You know, when they've got an airport, I always think it's a good thing that you land. And uh, then it was a four-hour wait in the queue to get through. Um, And I was with a few Swedes. I don't know if you heard that. There was a shouting. There was someone threatening somebody. I'm in a I'm in a flat in New York, and I I don't know if you heard that, but there was a, a threat. Maybe it was a threat to my life. I don't know. Maybe it was me be discussing the four-hour delay at JFK Airport, but someone just shouted out something really angry, and that's what seems to happen here in New York City. Uh, people get angry, but I didn't get angry. I just uh, I waited in the queue for four hours, and um, I'm becoming more and more Swedish uh, because I didn't get angry at all. I just stood there making that noise, you know, that kind of like that. And then I thought, oh, I'll email them in three weeks. But uh, yeah, security's pretty high here. As I said, Ed Sheeran's coming um, and the Pope, not on the same plane I don't think uh, maybe they'll be in the Pope mobile but uh, yeah the Pope is doing a, a gig he's not really gigging I don't think um, I don't think he comes out you know with his um, hat backwards saying yo 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 I'm the MC Pope what I'm gonna say is gonna be dope if you give me enough time I'm gonna tell you how to tie that rope um I don't know if he does that. Um, I haven't seen him rap. Um, Gangster, religious rap, I don't know. Maybe that exists. But, uh, yeah, he's doing a a talk. What was he doing? He's doing not even a performance. I suppose it's a performance. Um, He's doing a, a preach. He's doing a... Nobody knows what he's doing. That's the thing with the Pope. He could he could turn up nude on Thursday, which is not expected. But who knows? He might just get his bits out. Or he might walk on with cut-off jeans. Imagine that. No top on. Cut-off jeans. And he's like, I'm the Pope. I can wear whatever I want. And then Ed Sheeran just starts a song behind him. Um, so, yeah, that's on Thursday. Uh, the Pope's here. Um, um, Stefan Levine's coming. There's like 150 world leaders. Obama's popping in. Um, but, yeah, security's pretty high. People are kind of tense. 
They're looking around for anything suspicious. Anybody with cut-off jeans um, or a cat having a douche, which is always suspicious because cats don't need to have a douche. Uh, they lick themselves, don't they? They do that kind of... I don't know if you've heard that um, wherever you are um, in the world. you probably got your headphones on. Um, you've just heard Al Pitcher make the noise. This is off. This is this is me live as well from New York City. It's not a CD. It's not a sound effect CD. That was actually me. If you actually go to a sound effect CD and you press cat licking itself, this is the noise you get. So, um, yeah, it was me. Um, and then, um, so the Pope's here. And then the gig on Saturday is Beyonce, Coldplay, Pearl Jam and Ed Sheeran. And I think that's going to be pretty amazing, you know. And it's, you know, if anybody can go on uh, on stage after um, the Pope, it's Beyonce, isn't it? You know, all the women independent, put your hands in the air you know that kind of thing so that's going to happen and uh, so there's a lot of things happening I did my show on Tuesday um, I did a show at Scandinavia House it was absolutely a bunch of brilliant people there's a Swedish community here in in New York it was brilliant there was a at the show there was a Norwegian two Norwegians boo Norwegians um, and then there was um, a, a Hungarian I'm not going to go through the whole it wasn't like, it wasn't like the United Nations but um, there was like five or six different um, nations were um, <laughs> were represented so I thought that was pretty cool coming to watch a New Zealand comedian talk about Sweden in New York um, and they came up to me afterwards and one of them said what does this word fifan mean so you can see it was a it was a really fun gig actually I had possibly no not even possibly probably the best heckle of all time that's not a heckle that's me drinking vatan mm. you, you have to here you really have to or else you um, yeah you die um, so I um, I was doing the show and then it was just I went on after the break after the pals and then someone a lady kind of was like one she was coming back um, she was late from the pals and she's like holding the wall not holding the wall there was a wall that wasn't gonna fall down um, but she was like holding it in a kind of spider woman kind of way and uh, and I said in a very nice way, I said, oh, where, where have you been? I'm a bit late there, coming back. Because that's what I do. I love comedy that um, that's like in the moment. I love comedy that you can be part of. That it's in the room that this lady's coming back. I don't want her to feel, you know, awkward. I don't want her to feel, like, picked on. And she wasn't at all. It was uh, a kind of a cool thing. And we got talking and within 10 seconds she shut me up um which can be difficult on stage i've got a bit of energy a bit of love and want it to be great and i said why are you late um was it okay is everything fine she said yeah it's absolutely fine 
I just breastfed my child. She said my child, not a child, you know. I don't think she'd watched the first half and thought, hurry good, I've got to get out there and breastfeed a random child. She didn't just pick a child from the street and and and, and latch them onto her um, uh, nipple, um, which I think is English word, nipple comes from the latino latino word latino latin uh, word of nipple um which people used to say uh if you play i will nipple and they would show their 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 boob uh man boobs and uh sweet court don't you call it breast wart which is not as sexy i feel as oh i want to kiss your nipples um, I really don't think the idea of I want to push your vat, I want to push, I want to have a push push on your breast vat. Mm-mm-mm. So um, yeah, so she said she'd breastfed her child, and um, and I thought that was pretty amazing, um, and that was possibly after fourteen, fifteen years of doing comedy, the greatest heckle comeback the greatest thing that anyone's ever said i mean how to shut up a person or a comedian um is to come back and say i just gave my child milk what are you going to do about it it was a real kind of flip the bird like you know um so that was really cool i like the way and i like the way comedy works sometimes i like the way she felt she couldn't sit there with uh milk in her things, um, uh, in her jiggy dig dings, um, she f- wiggy dig digs, uh, she felt she had to release the milk. And then the weird thing is, she came back to the show. I still don't know where the child was. I don't know. Maybe the child just needed milk and then was going to, on the way home, maybe the child was 18 years of age. We never got that part. But uh, it reminded me of a heckle I got in um, Housingland. Is it Housingland? Housingland. I'll say it like five or six times. Housingland. And then you'll probably do that Swedish thing of Yaha. Housingland. Um, Yeah, so I, um, I, uh, I did a gig there. And then halfway through the show... Uh, this lady stood up and I love, love doing comedy and I love doing those small places in Svaria. Those, you know, ah, brilliant places where they, they, you know, you walk into the local bar and and the doors are like those country and western doors. You know, they're kind of, they're like, ding, 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 the doors open and shut and then you, um, you, the piano the players playing and they're like um she'll be coming and then ding, they look at you and they're like who's this person we've never seen them before it was really that feeling um and uh she stood she stood up and she was like i'll be back she ran off um which was already weird she'd stood there for 83 minutes um sat there for 83 minutes watching my um nonsense and in a beautiful Swedish way she made a scene she she politely got out of there and she came back maybe 10 minutes later holding 
a massive failure curve. It's one of the most beautiful moments in my career to have a, the doors of the theater open and then just the silhouette of this lady holding this curve, like wielding this kind of Viking kind of meat sword. And uh, yeah, she'd forgotten to bring the curve to the gig. It was a special curve for me. It was a sausage value curve um, from the Housingland area. So she, um, so she went off. She got it. She stopped a taxi on the way. Can you believe that? She actually stopped a taxi. I just feel. I mean, can you imagine that? And and it made me think. You know, because I'm in New York City. You know, sometimes it's difficult to stop a cab. You know, maybe if I just had a big massive failure curve, um, maybe that would make sense. But what she did, she said, "Here, Al." I've got the sausage for you and uh, I don't think in my whole life it could have been planned or predicted that a lady would ever say that to me um, but it was nice uh, and I chopped it up and gave it to uh, many people I think I just chewed on it like goodies I cut it into a little bag and just over like I think it, it took me like three years to eat it it was massive it was the size of an elephant's arm so um, that was cool um, and then uh, one thing I must say about the, the New York show which was really cool was the community here there's a Swedish community and I was like do you prefer living here a bit quiet or do you miss Sweden miss Sverige and everyone was like, yeah, even the people like from Hungary and even the Norwegians are like, yeah, we love Svaria. So um, there's a really sense of um, community here and pride in the sense that they live and they are from Sweden. So that was cool. Um, I talked about the queuing up. Uh, I did queuing up in um, JFK for four hours. And I also went to the U2 concert, which, mm-mm. Sorry about the drinking the water. I mean, I, I don't know if you'd you'd carry on listening if it, if it was just me going and dying. But uh, in New York, it's really hot. So I feel I must drink water at all times. Tuck. That is the Vatten update from Willy Water. Um, not Willy Water. That is um, that's a completely different thing. I just thought of a character called Willy Water. But Willy Water is just kiss. So I uh, went to the U2 concert that was cancelled. It was one of the saddest nights of my life. A friend of mine, a long-term friend, had come over from the UK, especially for the concert, and it was cancelled, wasn't it? I don't know if you've read about it. Um, it was not a beautiful day. It was because uh, a, an off-duty police officer brought his gun to the gig and it sparked this kind of weird, weird threat, I suppose. You know that um, things were going to happen. Things were getting, things were going down, um, uh, in a really, really sad way to cancel a gig. That some idiot, you know, that's like it's like turning up. It's like someone's eating a maca, and then you start trying to put bread 
in their face. There's no need for that. The muck is already made. The bread's already prepared. You don't need the extra bit of sourdough. So this this fool, I'm going to call him, that's how um, controversial I get on this podcast, this absolute fool um, brought his gun along and then that sparked an alert. It was a really uh, weird reaction, of course. Um, a guy came out um, and announced, he didn't announce that he was coming out, but he came out and he said, uh, we need all the people in the seats to now go outside. Initially, people thought that it was um, because of a ticketing problem and the scanners didn't work. And that was the rumor. But really, it was because of a threat. You know, the con- the concert was cancelled at 22.20. The band had already left at 21.20. Thanks for staying with us, Bono, you know. Then when the threat's already there, you're already in your home, in your home, already in your hotel, washing yourself. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that happened. Uh, very strange, very surreal kind of feeling. I don't know if you've ever been in a kind of, because you've got Twitter now. and, and he- Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Came out, he said it in Swedish, and then, you know, maybe a lot of the audience had flown in. There was like some people from the Czech, uh, people from Poland, uh, my friend from the UK. There were some people from Wales. Um, They're all there. And he was saying it in Swedish. And then the Swedes were like, well, okay, well, huh? That kind of messes up the day, but, uh, in Tabra, but, uh, ah. And then that was it. That was the reaction. And then people were like, say it in English, say it in English. It was me uh, saying it in English. And they changed to English and uh, they said it. And then people got angry, very passionate. A few Italians said, there will be a horse's head in your bed when you get home, which is quite a specific threat, um, which I didn't report to the police. But... uh, um, yeah, so they 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 cancelled it, and then they 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 got everyone off the seats, but they they let people stay on the floor, like people were still on the floor, you know, not on the floor, not lying on the floor in a protest, but on the general admission floor, there were people still staying there, and uh, they were singing, and then they started looking for for bombs, you know, because and the beauty of Twitter was people were like, there's a bomb, they're they're looking for a bomb. Um, and there was like maybe 10 staff from Globen looking underneath the seats and people were singing like, but you still haven't found what you're looking for, which was kind of amazing. It was on a Sunday. People were singing Sunday, bloody Sunday. Um, I started a rap, you know, a Pope rap of like, God bless us if it's a bomb. I don't want to meet the one. Um, but that didn't go down that well. 
Um, and uh, so they cancelled the show and my friend couldn't make it and then they had a refund kind of policy which they had to do and they did the concert on Tuesday when I was doing a show to uh, Swedes and one of them needed to give milk uh, through the breast vat to their child so didn't see the show but uh, it was half full as well but in um, Bono's eyes probably half empty so um, yeah that's been my week really Um, I I, I wanted to do this podcast because I wanted it to be uh, upbeat I wanted to be in your ears you know I want to be there I'm on your little ears now you know any noise I make is like and that's the beauty of the, the technology of the world I'm in New York City and you can hear me that's not that amazing is it because people were in the moon weren't they they went to the moon and they still heard them they didn't even shout uh, so what I'm going to do now I'm going to answer a few questions and this is what we're going to keep doing with this podcast there's only number two I'm talking like I'm a veteran of 3,000 podcasts but it's only number two and what I want you to do is just keep sending questions because I want to answer them um, it's not necessarily going to be funny 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 I don't think that's a good term to say are you funny funny or just funny um, but I, I wanted to answer some of the questions um, I, I picked three kind of random people um, and I've, I've gone for the questions uh, so here we go Let, let's sort of get into this um, question uh, the first one's from Camilla Jacobson and she said how did you end up here um, I don't think she means New York City Maybe that's what they should have asked me at uh, JFK. But uh, yeah, she means like, um, why New Zealand? Then then you came to Britain and then now you're in Svadia. Um I think um, I really love it in Sweden. Um, I, I did comedy in England. Um, I, I met my wife. That's how I met my wife. Uh, not doing comedy. We're in London. Um... And I'm not, not, you know, I don't think you should ever be ashamed of romance, but uh, romance is a cool thing, and I'm madly in love. Um, I met my wife. I was working in the bar. She was working in the kitchen in a, in a pub, the same pub, and I would uh, communicate with her. I'd talk to her, obviously, but while she was working and she was making food and I was taking the orders for the food and um, I was serving drinks, We'd, we'd have a, a food lift, you know, like a little hiss, you know, and uh, so she would send the food down, I'd do that, and then every now and again I'd just throw in a little, a little written note from me, you know, old school romance, you know, like, um, hey, how are you up there, um, up, it wasn't really cheesy, like, you know, how are you up there in, in my thoughts? You know, it wasn't anything weird like that or, you know, um, you better not leave me, written in, like, tomato ketchup. Um, no, I would just write, like, I hope you're having a good day and a little joke or something, you know, what goes up and doesn't come down, you know. The food, because it was broken, the, the hiss. So it was like this, it was, it was like Tinder 15 years ago. It was like... Uh, this kind of um, I was swiping right that's what I was doing and I would write this little kind of mail uh, it was like a hiss 
Ismail. Yeah, Soren Ismail. That's what I would do. The the food uh, elevator was so small, I was able to put Soren Ismail in there, and then Soren uh, Soran would um, speak to my wife, and then he'd come back down and he'd tell me in his hilarious way. I think he's a brilliant comedian. Um, so yeah, Ismail. Um, and then we started uh, dating. Uh, not me and Soran. That was later. Um, and I worked at Ticketmaster. Uh, I hope this is interesting. I think it's interesting. I worked at Ticketmaster. I used to get uh, tickets for theatre and musicals. And I would think... Uh, and then I would take my my wife-to-be. I would take her out and uh, um, to these musicals. And she thought I was like something from The Sopranos or something. like. I could just get tickets. But really it was a way of selling the tickets of a way of if you worked at Ticketmaster you'd know the show people would randomly call up and go what shall I see and you'd go you should go and watch um, Willy Water live with the wall Willy Water's wall live show and uh, so it was a way of doing that but so we went there and then we fell in love uh, and then we I, we used to come over and I used to um, uh, come to Svaria and I used to love it, you know. We'd come over in winter time. Uh, it was snowing outside. It was obviously freezing. And I would um, just sit inside having fika and looking at different members of her family in a kind of beautiful Swedish kind of starey way, just staring until someone said, we should put Carla Anka on and we'd watch some TV. So um, I love that. And then uh, we moved here in 2010 and it's the best move in my life. So that's how I ended up here. And I hope that answers your question. Camilla. Next question. Uh, Jennifer Mellon, who's a friend actually. So thank you. If you're a friend, you're all friends to me, to be honest. Um, you can um, just chuck me a question she's chucked me two questions uh one of them is if you had to choose between and now i haven't really thought any of these through i've just written them down i want to keep it kind of um freestyle like the pope in the shower with his rope um ruder than it should have been that rap um so uh i just want it to be like um me thinking and answering the question straight away first question is if you had to choose to be another comedian who would it be um i'm not egotistical i'm very happy with who i am that sounded weird didn't it what a dick um i i'd, I'd like to do silly comedy really silly comedy you know i like the whole thing where sometimes people do that they do tricks or that not magic but you know they're like hammer a nail into their no into someone's not into someone's nose just random really bad at DIY um I really like this uh, old school comedian called Tommy Cooper who used to do magic but was rubbish at it um I'd like to do that kind of thing but that's the beauty with comedy is you know you can do it in front of a hundred people and 95 people will love you but five people will think you are the worst thing they have ever seen um and i I love that about comedy it can it can really 
um, you can love one style of comedy and someone could hate it. So I, I, I'm happy with where it's at. Um, Jennifer's other question is, if you could be a woman for one day, what would you do? Um, I don't know. I'm not... Um, uh, I'm not questioning uh, myself to be a woman at this stage. Um, if I could be a woman for a day, I would... Um, I'd, 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 I'd make changes. I'd make it so everybody got equal pay. That's what I'd do. I don't know how I'd do that. I'd uh, maybe um, demand... A, I'd do a protest for a day. I'd also walk around and, and, and speak to specific men who would be whistling at me, I guess. You know? Let's be honest. I'd look a bit weird in a dress. I'd look like Al Pitcher in a dress just for just for for five seconds now let's just think of that moment <sighs> yep beautiful hey eh? um but um yeah i i think everyone should be equal i think um i would change i i would try and do as many changes as possible i'd be the ginger beyonce that's what i'd be um now the last question was about uh uh, and this was from Alban Folk Folkson Alb Alban Alban Folkson Alban Folk Folk Folkson, which sounds like something you say when you drop like a box on your foot. You're like Ah, Alban Folkson, um, or it's quite a, a cool name if Alban does something wrong. Like someone's broken the window. Who could it be? Oh, Alvin Foxen. Um, yeah. So uh, he asked uh, if what what do what would Swedes consider weird in New Zealand? Um, I think the whole Maori war dance, the haka, is a, is a weird uh, thing that we do. Um, people seem to be very interested in that. I think it's a really cool thing we do it before the rugby we're currently playing the rugby world cup right now um we also do this thing where we um you when a lot of scanning a lot of people that tourists that go to new zealand they do this thing where they go to uh they go see a traditional maori show and there was a wonderful story oh, some ah, wrong word not probably not wonderful this but i'll tell it anyway um, on the way there, um, they picked people who would lead the visitors, right? So the Maori welcome was a guy, it's always a guy, comes out, he's got like a stick and he's doing the whole um, tongue thing, like bleh, 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 which I'm sure is brilliant to hear on a podcast. Um, and uh, so, so he was doing this. And they were told, no laughing, no smiling, don't make any eye gestures, don't do anything, hand gestures, nothing. Just be serious, you know. And this Danish guy, he just couldn't stop laughing. And I kind of feel for him a wee bit because, you know, the, there are some things that you do in life. You know, I've been to a funeral and I've heard someone laughing. It's just this release, isn't it? You know, that kind of 
they kind of <clears throat> I love that that's great you know or, or if you've had a coffee and it goes down the wrong thing and then someone laughs and you you, you do that thing where you have to you have to leave that room or else the coffee sprays you know you have to do that and you come back and you're like oh very good um, and he couldn't stop laughing and you apparently the the, the the Maori guy who was holding this big wooden stick was trying to kind of hey man don't laugh you know in in with his kind of actions of like and uh, he did nothing so the Danish guy carried on laughing couldn't stop laughing just got the giggles and the Maori guy headbutted him yep put his head on his nose broke his nose um, I don't know what's right or wrong there um, I don't know if that's the way you shut up a laughing Dane um, maybe that's Sweden won a lot of wars in Denmark I think I think maybe they did that they just headbutted them um, but yeah it's um, it's not good I think the guy probably overacted the Maori guy but uh, rules are rules you know so any sm- that's another thing happening outside it's uh, it's late here in New York City but this city never sleeps do you know that it never sleeps which I think is a problem maybe they're drinking too much coffee or something but why don't they just have a sleep during the afternoon yeah um, and then they'd feel better about sleeping at night uh, also another thing in New Zealand is uh, people say hello which isn't very often here you know like when I first went to uh, London it was very much like Crocodile Dundee you know I was walking along sort of saying hello g'day how are you see you next week and people you know I was just nothing and no one said anything um, I think there's a little difference in the in the bigger towns in Sweden um, maybe they won't say hello but in New Zealand you go anywhere you go into a shop and someone will go g'day mate you having a good day you know it's almost like a, a little person jumps on your shoulder you know your little conscience is speaking like g'day mate you having a bloody good day um, which is a weird thing to get used to because you start looking around going what me what have I done wrong um, so uh, I think it's, it's it's a good way to do it you know it's, it's very kind very nice I don't know if you heard that. That's the Pope arriving outside. He's heard me doing the Pope rap. And he's decided, do you know what? It's late at night in New York City. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick the rubbish up. Fifan! I'm going to threaten the rubbish people live while doing the podcast. Can you just be quiet, please? You check that? Nothing. Nothing from, from them. Oh bit of quietness um, and the last thing with New Zealand is uh, New Zealanders are called kiwis uh, Swedes seem to call the fruit kiwis that's not it they're called kiwi fruits the kiwis are the little birds they're the the bird of New Zealand it's a bird that that, that um, uh, can hardly see and it uh, only comes out at night um, and it can't fly possibly the shittest bird of all time I mean it's basically just a blind rat isn't it with wings um, that likes to party at night (laughs) Um, 
and uh, so so what they do is they they, they do this they do this noise of um, uh, uh, they do this kind of little they they stay out at night and then they do this bizarre thing so that's the kiwi uh, and the kiwi fruit is a fruit so don't ever get those mixed up you know if you're in New Zealand and someone says here do you want a kiwi you'll probably get or do you want to look at a kiwi you'll probably get here kiwi Um, you won't get uh, a kiwi fruit you won't get offered a kiwi if you do ever get offered a kiwi don't bloody eat it right that's my rules don't bloody eat a kiwi so I think I've covered most of those questions Um, I hope you enjoyed this I um I bloody love doing this. It's like forty f- odd minutes, and I uh, I just I just it's bizarre for me because I'm used to a live audience giving me a reaction, you know, laughing or just staring back at me. But um, this goes in your ears. Um, I'm I'm on tour uh, with my Neman show. Um, please come along, have a look. Um, I've changed it around I've got some new material so if you've seen the show um, you'll enjoy it even more Um, you can get tickets at www do you even say that anymore I don't know are the kids down with that well anyway it's alpitcher.se alpitcher.se I love that word punt very aggressive word punt Uh, alpitcher.se get some tickets um, I'm soon in Sodatalia, Karlstad, and Jan Scherping. Those gigs are coming up soon. Um, don't forget, send me some um, questions. I'll keep on answering them. Let's keep this as an ongoing. Let's do 3,000 of these, you know. I'll be like, how old will I be? 300 a year. Um, it's only it's 10 years, isn't it? Not 300, that's, that's weeks. So that's oh, be fun. I'm bad at maths. Anyway, I'll be like 78 and I'll be sitting in. I'll be going, do you remember when we talked about New York? Um, and you will go, no, we don't. And I'll go, Tuximicket, do you fancy a kiwi? And you will go, no, old man, things are going weird. Why are you showing your breast warts to me? So that's the end. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this. Please spread it. Please tell everybody. Let's make this one of the fun things that you do each week. You listen to this because I love doing it. This has been episode two all the way from New York City. I'll come back to Svaria soon and um, we'll get it down and we'll do another one. Um, it. Take care. And uh, yaha for new. Bus bus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.